Well, a familiar introduction to the hotbox, all right, but very unfamiliar times that we're living in. Live gigs being cancelled everywhere across Europe and in America, indeed. Uh, very little light on the horizon. Only this week, indeed, Sligo Jazz Project, surely one of the brightest lights in the jazz world, announced its cancellation for 2020. One of the times we're living in, recognising other people's problems is a more important thing than ever. And uh, cancelled gigs means no work for musicians. And I'm not talking about uh, famous rock musicians, I'm talking about the thousands of jazz musicians here and elsewhere who rely on small pub gigs and sessions to make a crust. So maybe buying their recordings is a way we can help just a little bit. And you'll find ways of doing that here on the Jazz Ireland website. Well, on a brighter note, it's always very exciting for me and a personal pleasure to put up a brand new Irish album and to be able to give it a five-star rating. And it falls to me to do just that right now. The new album is from Dr. Lindley Hamilton. Uh, really, it really is a charming album. And happily, it seems to be getting a lot of attention, uh, lots of praise, and indeed is being distributed in the UK as well as here in Ireland. So we can hope that there will be some reward for Dr. Lindley and his team. We tend to forget just how much planning and money and effort and time goes into making a really professional recording. Artistically, the new album, it's called For the Record, comes with uh, both original works and two selections from elsewhere. There's a Paul McCartney song and a James Taylor song, I think. Uh, two US musicians join Lindley on it. Uh, they were on the faculty along with Lindley at 2019's Sligo Jazz Project, or summer school as some people call it. Um, the band consists of uh, Lindley on the trumpet, of course, Kean Boylan uh, on the piano and keyboards, making, as always, a fantastic, uh, important contribution to the overall ensemble and, indeed, uh, contributing original compositions. He is listed uh, as co-author of the piece we're about to hear, in fact. Uh, the US uh, team uh, with Lindley, uh, the Adam Nussbaum on the drums and Mark Egan on the bass, plus the tenor saxophone of Derek O'Connor, and that makes up the sextet.
Yeah, that was the uh, Boylan Hamilton original track, uh, original composition. It's called Skip, and that's from Lindley Hamilton's brand new recording. The recording is called, called, in case you missed it before, For the Record. I will take another track from that later. Great stuff. Well, while I was listening to that, and I have to say, tapping my feet, it flashed through my mind that that sound, that kind of music, wouldn't be like that if it wasn't for the existence of Art Blakey's jazz messengers all those years ago. And that in turn reminded me that it's a hundred years since Mr Blakey made his very inauspicious entry to the world. He was born at the end of 1919, actually, and he was born in circumstances that were, to put it mildly, not ideal. But once Art had learned his trade, he was to become one of the most important jazz drummers of all time and the leader of a long-running series of bands under the title Jazz Messengers uh, that laid down some of the ground rules for the music that still apply today. So taking all of that on board, I thought we'd get ourselves moving uh, to the Blakey Beat in Hotbox 57 and we'll celebrate his life and his music just a little bit. This is Along Came Betty. Thank you. 
Along Came Betty was the title of that one. The album that it came from uh, was Blakey's first of many on the Blue Note label in 1958, I think, and originally just released as Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers, but subsequently re-released under the title of the opening track, which became something of a hit. And no, we're not going to play it this time around, but we have played it before, I promise you. It was a very big hit. It was composed by the pianist Bobby Timmons, and it was called Moanin'. A song that went on to have a life of its own, as it were. No, the track we heard from that album, uh, Along Came Betty, um, I hope it underlined for you my comment that we wouldn't be where we are today in the terms of the sound of the music if it wasn't for Art Blakey's sound. Um, That track was written by the tenor sax player in the band at that time, Benny Galson, a piece that was to become something of a standard in the jazz repertoire. Galson, by the way, is still alive, I'm happy to say. He's well into his 90s. Um, I had occasion to ring him at home some years ago and I apologised profusely for getting the time wrong and ringing him at a very early hour, New York time. No problem, he said. I was practising which I thought was pretty good for an 86-year-old at the time. Uh, well, that version of the, uh, of the Messengers was uh, Golson on the tenor, Lee Morgan was the trumpet player, Bobby Timmons on the piano, Jimmy Merritt was the bass player, and, of course, Blakey himself with that inimitable press roll on the drums. <laughs> Thank you. 
backstage Sally from the 1961 incarnation of the Jazz Messengers. And we're going to jump uh, straight ahead now, 20 years actually, almost to the end of Blakey's career, 1981, when he'd hired as musical director a young trumpet player, I think he was just 21, uh, by the name of Wynton Marsalis. Well, the same rules applied, uh, young talent providing a lot of the compositions, organising the arrangements, organising the logistics of the recording session, and then feeling that pressure from behind them in the fantastic drive off the drum kit of Art Blakey. As one of the musicians said, and I'm not quoting exactly, but more or less, when you hear Blakey's press roll up your arse, you'd better be as good as you can be.
it wasn't actually a composition by one of the young musicians. It was a, a came from the pen of Bud Powell, in fact. It was called Web City, but it served uh, to not only let us hear some unadorned Blakey done the drums, but it also gave us another version of the Jazz Messengers. Charles Fambrough was the bass player, Wynton Marsalis, as I said, was on the trumpet, uh, Billy Pierce was the tenor player, and Bobby Watson on the alto, and James Williams on the piano. Very fine contribution from a very fine player, James Williams. As I said, it was called Web City. And maybe that's the moment now to go back to that new album by Lindy Hamilton. Thank you. 
I really love that. What a great uh, keyboard sound all the way and that marvellous bass of Mark Egan. Wonderful brooding tension all the way through. The piece was called Surewood, Baby. Uh, Lindy Hamilton's new album, it's called For the Record and it's on sale now wherever you buy your albums. Um, good, uh, good as it is to announce uh, one new five-star album from the Irish jazz world, it's even better to be able to announce two. And that's the privilege I have in Hotbox 57, uh, letting us in on the new work of Carol Nelson. Aficionados will know, you probably know Carol as one half of the award-winning group Zrezi, uh, that a couple of years ago she released an album of her own music to a great deal of critical acclaim, and now she's done it again. It's a trio album and I don't think she'd mind me uh, describing the content as quite introspective and for me and indeed many people I know it's music that really speaks to you. Uh, she's joined uh, on the recording by Cormac O'Brien on the upright bass and Dominic Mullen on the drums. The theme of the album which is more than hinted at in the album's title Arboreal uh, springs from her sense of the um, as she puts it interconnection of all living things and consequentially the threat that we represent to that interconnectivity with our abuse of the natural world. So without more ado, let's hear the title piece, Arboreal. Thank you. 
title piece from Carol Nelson's new recording, Arboreal. I should mention how nice it is to see that uh, some establishment bodies chipped in to support this recording, the Arts Council specifically, and the Carlo Arts Office, and uh, it sure was worth it. Well, let's go straight into another piece from it. Uh, Did I say that all ten compositions uh, come from Carol's own pen? If not, I certainly should have. This one is called No Mud, No Lotus. Thank you. 
Now that's two pieces from Carol Nelson's wonderful new album, Arboreal. That piece was called No Mud, No Lotus. Some nice bass and drums there from Cormac O'Brien and Dominic Mullen. And as I said earlier, Carol's music really, well, it talks to me anyway, and I think it maybe talks to you as well. Well, earlier uh, we celebrated uh, the centennial of Art Blakey, um, just passed. It was at the end of 2019, and that set me checking uh, 2020 centennials. And who did I find but two of the most important and popular musicians of the genre? And both are featured alongside Blakey on the cover of the January issue of Downbeat magazine. Dave Brubeck, Charlie Parker. <laughs> Charlie Parker's composition Chi Chi and that recording from 1953 with Al Haig, Percy Heath and Max Roach. We don't play much uh, real bebop in the hot box and that isn't to say it's not important like maybe the most significant sea change that ever took place in the hundred plus years of musical development in the world of jazz. Parker would have clocked 100 uh, years this year and so would Dave Brubeck. <laughs>
Dave Brubeck Quartet playing us out of Hotbox number 57. The song was The Duke, uh, Brubeck's own homage to Duke Ellington, and played there live at the 1958 Newport Jazz Festival, part of a whole set that was devoted to Ellington and Ellington's music. I guess if you subscribe to the view that Charlie Parker was the most influential player in modern jazz, you also accept the view that Brubeck was the most popular. And if you were lucky enough to have seen him play his last visit to, to Dublin when he played Vicar Street with his uh, then quartet uh, in Dublin, you'll remember what an astonishing amount of piano he still played, even in his 80s. He would have clocked 100 had he lived to 2020. Well, I hope the 57th edition of the Hotbox has brought some pleasure into your life, and right now we'll start working on number 58. We had samples from two really fine new Irish jazz albums in this show, and what a shame that live presentation of those will have to wait a while. If you have been, thanks for listening. <laughs>